0: a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, as we move through this Advent season, help us to reflect upon the great gift of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we gather together this evening online in many places, and as we prepare for that birth, we pray, help us in our own lives to look to your word to see your promises, and to find our hope and our joy and our peace in you. We pray. Be with us this evening. In Jesus' name. Amen. During this Advent season, we will be exploring different facets, if you will, of who this Jesus is. And we begin by this evening taking a look at Jesus as the son of David. Now, one of what some people consider to be most, uh, the most boring chapter in the Gospel of Matthew is that very beginning chapter that begins to trace the genealogy of Jesus uh, essentially from Abraham all the way forward. Now, some people will ask the question, well, how can Jesus be traced back to Abraham and even to Adam through the line of Joseph if Joseph is his Stepfather, that's a great question. Well, first of all, we know that, that under Jewish law that Jesus, as he's claimed by Joseph, essentially adopted by Joseph, is legally then of the line of Joseph. But all of the legalness aside, we see it in our gospel reading this evening where the angel speaks to Mary and says, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, and he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. It is God himself who places Jesus into the line of Joseph and ultimately back to Abraham. Matthew's family tree is rather intriguing. And it's important to us to understand this line from which Jesus descends. If you look at the tree, and you can't read this print because it's too small for you, but you'll see some, some red some red uh, names on there, if you will. And those are individuals, if you will, in the tree of Jesus that kind of stand out uh, for perhaps the wrong reasons, because you see, we learn that Jesus comes from a line of shameful sinners. Let's take a look at them very quickly. The first one that comes out in red is really the the daughter-in-law, if you will, of, of Jacob. excuse me, Judah, daughter-in-law. And that'd be okay, except that she seduces her father-in-law. He didn't know who she was. But regardless, he shouldn't have even entertained the thought. Now, what's really interesting to me is is we see her name in this lineage of, of, of Jesus, and she's the one that kind of gets the black mark, but really, Judah should as well. Why? Because he also committed adultery. The next one highlighted in the tree is Rahab who is a prostitute, a harlot, if you will, in the city of Jericho. And she's the one who uh, lowers down the rope and lets the two spies into the city. And here she is, and she marries into the the family tree as well. Yet she's a foreigner. And a prostitute. One that doesn't really belong we come to Ruth Ruth is the daughter-in-law of Naomi
1: she's lost
0: her husband and she vows to travel with with Naomi back to the land that Naomi came from she vows that Naomi's people will be her people and her God will be her God She winds up marrying Boaz and becoming the great-grandmother of King David. Again, a foreigner in the bloodline of of Jesus. And then we see probably the most famous one in this family tree, or at least the best well-known one. and That is Bathsheba. Remember, she's singled out here, but really she's not alone. In fact, she's not even called by name. She's simply called the wife of Uriah, which highlights that David, too, is a sinner and that he is the one who not only committed adultery, but also committed murder. And finally, there's Mary, the mother of our Lord. You say, well, why is she in there? Well, because, you see, she's pregnant outside of wedlock. An offense punishable by stoning to death. And yet Joseph, being warned in a dream, still takes her as his wife. This family tree. This family tree that unfolds in the first chapter of the Gospel of Matthew reminds us that in this family tree that there is a whole line of sinful people and it reminds us that Christ came into this world to repair some broken relationships. The brokenness that we suffer between, between ourselves and God because of our own disobedience. You see, we could, we could probably write our name into those family trees. Anybody who's done any kind of genealogy type stuff knows they're there. Skeletons in every family, in every family closet. and If you were to write these gospels, I think that you know, if Matthew wanted to really clean all of this up and make Jesus look holy and pure and right, he'd have taken all of those, those black marks or maybe those red marks out of the tree. But he leaves them in there to remind us that Jesus comes to us through a whole line of flawed people, flawed sinners, because God sent him into this world to embrace the fullness of humanity and then to go to a cross and to suffer and die for the sins of the whole world, being obedient to his heavenly Father. He who knew no sin became sin for us and suffered on a cross that we might be forgiven He's the one who wears that crown of thorns. He's the one who is stricken and smitten and afflicted. And he's the one who not only is born in a, in a wooden manger, but who dies on the throne of a wooden cross. Hosanna, we heard on Palm Sunday. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the Son of David. Jesus, true God, true man, Son of our Heavenly Father, and Son by adoption of Joseph, and Son of David, our Lord, our Savior and the one who reigns on the throne of his father forever and ever. Remember what David said, and we said it earlier. The Lord God will give to him the throne of his father, David, and David recognized it. And David said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. David saw it, that one day the Messiah would come in his own line, and inherit the throne and reign forever. He indeed reigns, Jesus, the Son of David. Amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all of our human understanding keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.